0: Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. (laughs) Main event. The Rock. For Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola.
1: Vladdy again, that motherfucker just hit his third. Sucked my dick, New York. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. Kg.
2: It's it's tough as I can, I don't I don't know I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you a hot take after a hot take.
0: It's BDB.
1: Ooh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. Let's just stop. I don't. I don't want to listen to this fucking your intro introduction bullshit. I'm calling you on the carpet right now. We have a huge fucking scramble coming up on Sunday, and you asshole released these fucking rankings and you said I am like, the worst teammate of anybody that's going to fucking Sunday River with us.
0: Damn Explain right. You this to a one. one out of ten.
1: How? Why? Explain this. Because uh, l- let me ask enough? you a story. Oh, easy enough. So Cole let me. Says, let me let how let is rem- it's gonna be being a,
0: being a teammate with Fergola? And this is great because re- I was gonna answer this anyway, but it wouldn't let me reply to him. So Yeah,
1: okay. So let me let me let me just fucking re- re- like refresh your memory here for a second and flash <laughs> back to like two thousand and fucking five, Shory. When we were in gold rush, you were sophomore on the team, deciding to get real minutes, and we're there playing and Marcus Palmer wouldn't pass you the ball because God forbid somebody scored more points than he did. And you just had a mental <laughs> fucking breakdown on the court. I mean, absolute fucking mental breakdown. He won't give me the ball. ball. He won't give me the ball. So who come over and said, who pulled you aside and said, Shory, I'll get you the rock? Who got you the rock after that and fed you and let you eat? That was this guy. That wasn't anybody else. That was this guy. And then fast forward a couple more months. What's the main championship down to Gorham? Chris Lever gets hurt because he got hurt every game. And you go in defensive end. Who's the outside linebacker behind you? Fucking talking. You're a good work kid. Go to work. Make a name for yourself. Who's doing that? That's this guy. And you're going to call me a bad teammate? This is fucking horseshit.
0: I think it's showing a little bit of how mental of a midget you could be. Like, just words in your head. No, sure. All I'm saying is when we released the teams, you were like, wait, can I trade Cole for Vet?" And I think that put...
1: Cole back you were a little bit. You
0: were complaining right from fucking Jump Street that you weren't with OJ. It wasn't that I was complaining. I was just saying that we, that's like breaking up the dream team.
1: I think, first of all, listen, Cole and I are like fucking, he's calling me on the phone. We're talking through shit. He asked me about clubs. I'm gassing him up tonight on Instagram, talking to him. They can my get better. Fucking, my guy's breaking fucking 50. So I don't need to hear your bullshit to try to bring us down. You were trying to bring us down because you are threatened that we're gonna fucking shove our shove a fucking foot right up your goddamn hoop in fucking two months. Uh,
0: I'm not I'm not scared at all. I um, I, I just am... know what I saw and that's how it reacted. Yeah, Obviously some, some people progress dude. to better things. Go, the go, go go,
1: don't you live under a teen teenage, fucking bridge a you troll. Don't live under a fucking bridge, you troll. Get I the fuck think out of that here. You
0: live you haven't been a part of a team for a while. And you forgot what that's like. Cause back in the day of 12 out of 10, uh, I have... helped, helped little Andy Chori jr. Progress in his career. Kept my head on my, uh, my head on my shoulders. And thank you for that. But as manager for gola blah, 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 blah Pointing his fingers have obviously manager... taken a step back as a teammate.
1: What are you ta- When's the last time you were on a team?
0: I'm winning. And I what coached high school football today? and middle school baseball. What Been a part of you. It doesn't
1: have to do with you being a good teammate if you're a coach. That all that I'm means is you want to be the, the alpha. You want to be the guy.
0: Well, I can't play middle school baseball. <laughs> but, well, that's my point. Why don't you <laughs> play men's league
1: then? If you want to be a part of a team, go play men's league basketball. Go play softball. Go play football, football think... or something. Instead, you want to be the chief, and you want to be the one moving the pawns around. You just don't want to be, you know, share the, you know, that's what it is with you.
0: I know Vet is listening to this, and he's like, wow, if this is all it takes to get in Fagola's head. <laughs> no, that motherfucker's going to shoot a 120. Sure.
1: Up the you river. are legitimately no, he's not because Vet and I know when Vet and I have played on the same golf, like golfing together, like as a team against other people and me and Vett, like we've never lost between because we just hype each other up the whole time. So you can sit but here all you and, say, I'm all you want.
0: and he I, will I'm be trying to get in your head.
1: I'm that is not going to try to get in my head like he is. With Brennick. I'm telling you that right now.
2: Hey guys well, just to let you know to... I am here tonight. <laughs> this guys going on a pretty good You and you, Vet you, you are what? in the same are in the same uh group that day though.
1: Yeah, hmm? I know I understand that. That's but
0: why, telling that's you why right I was that's why I was saying Vet, yeah.
2: And and, and that... Vet Vet and Keith are won't even see each other cuz Vet's two two groups and, behind so I mean
1: But uh, what I'm saying to you is if you want to talk about somebody getting vet, getting somebody's head it's Keith. Keith, I love you to death but when vets I'm bearing not, down your throat, not you gonna don't let you do react too well to it. Yeah, okay. I'm
2: not going to let it happen.
1: I'm just, I just can't believe fucking, we got a big tournament coming up on fucking Sunday and Shory wants to try cutting me down before it. So that's good. I think I'm going to play left-handed and just say, fuck it, I don't want to play anymore.
2: I was very curious at that. So we, we did a, uh, we created a little power rankings for the thing where it was a one through 10 rating on golf scale, confidence, course experience, clutch, and chemistry. And he gave Colt Gola the only one for a chemistry. I was curious about that. So, Shuri, was that basically because of when we drew teams? That's why.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I, I, I actually had to go over to Cole's house to pick his heart up uh, off the floor and put it back into his chest. Up.
1: I want to remind so everybody I think that Shuri did the rankings broken. himself. So, Shuri gave himself a 10 for clutchiness.
0: Cl- Clutch is my middle name.
1: Okay, like, so here's the I deal. just don't, you,
0: like, the pressure's on, I, and I like it. No, sorry, I don't like it. I fucking love it. Like, so I want you, to be the guy making the putt on the so 18th hole from 10 what? feet away, hard break, right to left, sink, daddy, putt, can game you, over. Can
1: you explain to me what's clutch about saying your handicap's 35 and then, like, actually, like, playing to, like, a 24? <laughs> like, how's that clutchness? That's more like cheating than anything.
0: That is real. That okay. just shows when I get on the big stage, I like to play. All right, I'm just right. reading a few of these Anyways, comments. Let's just, yeah, let's not, well, hold let's on real quick. It. Let's get into these fucking some of these people. Uh, Gov, I got a, a three for course experience. Well, yeah, it's not either a 10 and a fucking one. If you've played a lot of different courses, which I know he's traveled the state playing a bunch of different courses, you get some experience there. Duh. Um, oh, Drew, a nine. Because uh, he, he lives on the grass, and I had to give him something oh. that had a good school. <laughs> so, uh,
1: because he lives close by, he gets a dime. Yes.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> he breathes the same air every day. so Okay, I got uh, you. That's, all right. That makes sense, right? Um, uh, Brennick got a one for clutch, obviously. I mean, I think that we've all seen and like feel like Brennick is just going to melt under the pressure. Like, melt like butter.
2: Not going to let it happen.
1: Hey, yeah, well, I got one of the uh, shouldn't
0: teams. Here's another complaint. One. shouldn't Shouldn't both teammates have the same chemistry? Uh, no, I've heard of good teammates and bad teammates yep. on the same team. That's banana land. Uh, yep.
2: I agree with that completely.
0: Next dumb question. Uh, Cole minus two. Uh, for clutchness. Uh, that kid's uh, got a sunken chest when it comes to the pressure, dude. Uh, get him some uh anxiety meds. Double up on the anxiety meds two weeks before, bud, because I know the pressure's going to get to you.
2: When I created the spreadsheet, I did data validation, which basically doesn't, it only allows you to put certain numbers in there. And I only allowed it to be one through 10. And then I saw Sherry put in a minus two for Cole. So I'm like, that's too good. I have to change it (laughs) so that it works. So, Uh,
0: Trav, even across the board, that's pretty obvious. Brody, too. Uh, I don't know him that well, so... Uh, but I do know that Trav was a pretty clutch p- performer, so right in the middle. I don't know. I, you know, it's it was easy for me to lose rankings. Like, these numbers just came to me, and, you know, I stick by them, but they can change leading up. Like, that's what I've, I've been saying the whole time. These power rankings have changed, so they can mm-hmm. change.
2: Do you want to say who's on top of the power rankings list? <laughs> no, you take that. You don't want to let him know. I don't
0: <coughs> I don't have it open.
2: But you know. I mean you know.
1: <coughs> Cap wouldn't be asking if it wasn't <laughs> you know, dude. Keith.
2: <laughs> Yeah. I think uh I don't know, dude. It's it's the only one place to go except for now, you know, you know, just down's a little bit to go for us, but I'm feeling good about my teammate. I think I'm gonna keep working my handicap up a little bit too, dude, to make it uh make it a little better for quota. So Yeah, we'll
1: well, see. I was gonna say, Jesus Christ, dude. Well I mean did, I,
2: I I didn't drink a beer until what the what was a fifteenth hole?
1: Well, we yeah, so we Kevin and I played golf Sunday for everybody that didn't know we went to Martindale and Auburn. I mean just an absolute scorcher every day, just leaking ah. all over the place. And it was a lot worse than it should have been, but we had four old motherfuckers in front of us and they were the slowest goddamn people ever. But uh the reason why Kev didn't have a beer till what is it whole would you say thirteen or fourteen? Is was because like 50 every, almost. Yeah, so every single time the car girl was anywhere near Kev and I we'll be like she's like driving down number twelve, I think. Yeah, twelve. And we're like, all oh, perfect car girls coming. So we're waiting on the T box, she just like a hard ninety degree right. We're like, where the fuck did she go? There's like no. She looked. this like old goat path up through to another hole. Like what the fuck is going on? So we never got. She never. We never caught up to her till like hole fourteen or fifteen, and it was like, holy shit.
2: That was the most wild maneuver I think I've ever seen when she went up that. <laughs> she went up this fucking dirt road just, just out of. It was. It went to nowhere. I don't know what the fuck she went, but yeah Is it that was better a than
0: the one that drove straight into your second shot, probably oh, the same gosh.
2: girl remember that dude? yeah, that's right. what's up? And my ball
0: went underneath the golf cart. It went completely under her. We are like, uh, and she just sat there and it was on like,
2: um on Spring Meadows, hole ten right under her car. you know ten. I was like mm-hmm. I was like in a really shitty spot, and like she pulls up, and she just stops right directly in my shot. And she just sat there for, like, probably a minute. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to hit. And so I hit it, and the ball goes directly at her cart. (laughs) And it somehow just, like, skipped underneath the golf cart and then ended up, like, in the fairway or something like that. It was, like, the luckiest thing.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: It was a scorcher, though. We played – sorry, you played Sunday too, right?
0: Yep, at Turner Highlands, which – that's the first time I've played that where I've, like, legit been playing. Like, I went for a bachelor party, and I don't – we did mm-hmm. some kind of scramble, but I didn't really give a fuck. Nice yeah. course.
1: Yeah, I I don't love it, and I, I think the only reason is because is like I feel like you never have a flat lie there, which then again, like pl- after playing Martindale again, that was kind of mm-hmm. similar there too.
2: But, Martindale's uh, in uh, Turner Highlands, they both start off with a hole that's like straight up fucking hill, dude, and I hate that. I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: have uh, you Do you know the hole? That has the house. I, I I would say it's probably it's probably
1: on the like the one,
0: Ten or eleven.
1: Is no, it the one that you can't go 10, to the right of the tree?
0: Eleven twelve. It's twelve. You can't go to the right of the tree. Yes. To the right
1: of the tree, it's out of bounds, yeah.
0: Yes, but it's definitely like a way easier path to oh, the tree. For um, sure. They built they just put up like this enormous fence that goes all the way to basically the fairway in the back of it it's so big so anyways i'm like ooh. <laughs> like, jack hits his good good shot so like we have a clear view where like no fence in the way i'm like well i'm gonna try to go over the fucking fence as i'm about to get up there i see like a girl at the pool like i can see like her bikini because it's like bright orange through the thing i'm like oh fuck. i'm like i don't know if i should hit it like right kind of near their house but like over it and it'd be like okay i could put me you know 40 feet from the the green so i get up there i'm about to swing and i get here heads up <laughs> as i swing dude and i i cleared it by a mile and i thought i heard that and i was like hmm. so then cole gets up and cole's like he's gonna do the same thing well he fucking shanks his in the mid, middle of the back one and the guy says it again heads up they're driving us again (laughs) so we're like oh fuck so we just go straight to like where my ball is we drop because we were playing a scramble right so the way back through we see it and i'm looking and i'm like cole you gotta look at this there's a fucking guy right next to the fence and he's gonna go over it and i can see them watching him and him not knowing they're watching him and he whacks it off their fucking fence oh my god was it funny (laughs) You fucking serious? You were going to go over a fucking fence? What the fuck is your problem? You know, I'm like, who the fuck my... lives on
1: a golf course that doesn't think people yeah. got to go over your fence,
0: you mean. Come head. on.
1: Exactly. Like, don't build a house in a fucking golf course if you don't want your house to get hit by golf. Course. Exactly. Like, it's the dumbest fucking... So dumb. And especially, like, right there. Like, there's some houses on, like, the... Like, where... Like, uh, where... um yeah Doug's house is, like... You're gonna have to really shank one to hit this yeah. house, but it's on the like outside of a fairway. This they literally built the fucking house on the dog leg part of yeah. a fucking hole, like in the, like the forty five degree angle. It's like, what the hell do you expect, you jackass? Dumb fuck. It's just fucking stupid. Uh, like, I, and
0: then you got to know Cole. Cole is because <laughs> we were dying laughing. Cole's yelling at them from our side. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like joking around. <laughs> the men, there, like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know they were out there. <laughs> and we were fucking watching them all in their back deck and watching him try to shoot it over. It was, oh, my God. I was pissing myself. Uh, good stuff. Awesome. So Patriots started up today. Uh, football camp is there. Boys are in town, which is kind of cool because it's like you go like six months without seeing you guys or here and there. But now, now they're going to be with them every day right up until the end. No. Uh, until January. Who knows how long, but definitely January. Full February. Hopefully. And uh, <laughs> today marks day one of Patriots training camp, and we are going to keep it positive Patriot, all right? Yeah. You guys tell me what you're excited for about the Patriots, what what you're looking forward to seeing.
2: I mean, I'll go first because I don't all know right. much about the past, so I'm going to go first on this. You'll and mean. I just think it's literally just the – is it the second or third year, Mac Jones? I think it's second year, right? Second. It's just the just like what the progression that you're gonna get out of Mac Jones. Um, I mean, I th- it doesn't happen often in the NFL where like a rookie comes in and like starts like first year. You know, it seems like a lot of times when guys are drafted, they sit under a year or two behind like a starter just to like learn the ropes and whatnot. But it's like Mac Jones was like basically thrown in, wasn't he? So uh, I don't know, just like his progression. So. You're I saying it's be positive, Patriots, dude.
0: Yep, I know it's um, hard for you.
2: It's hard for me because I'm not a Pats fan, right? And but I think like the one thing that the Pats are gonna have to do is like just kind of like just realize it's gonna be like a slow climb up. And I think Mac Jones is gonna be the guy that's gonna get him there eventually. But it's like it's not gonna be like a this yep. this year type thing where they're gonna be.
0: Yeah, baby. I I 100% agree. I think there's gonna be a lot of times over the next six months where we're able to to criticize and and destroy some of the patriots uh ways of working and what what they've done for this team and what they've built around mac to be honest but i do agree that's number one i feel like on everyone's list should be what are we going to see from mac jones what kind of improvements um he's already we know he's already improved his body a ton um big time diet guy he looks looks incredible shape his arm strength i guess is way stronger that's exciting
2: do you think he's the second best quarterback in that division yo yes oh yeah
1: it's not close zach wilson sucks and tua sucks too
2: yeah yeah i could i can see Tua making a jump this year though i mean like well the weapons
0: like he might have a better yeah yeah
1: i mean like with like tire kill and shit but like you won't,
0: yeah, you won't have
2: on. a better career. I read something that was talking about comparisons on the first two years of the league. And then the third year, they got a stud and it's Josh Allen. Josh Allen had some pretty dismal first two years of his, league, of his career. And then he ends up getting Stephon Diggs and then turns into like the best quarterback in the league. Right. And they're not saying that like two was going to be the same thing like Josh Allen is, but it's like the comparisons are there. Tua's now got an absolute weapon in Tyreek Hill. Like, he could easily make this jump, you know? So, not saying he's going to be Josh Allen, but, like...
0: He's got a bunch of weapons. Waddle, Waddle's a nice piece over there, too.
2: And they have, like, a decent tight end, too, don't they? Gasecki, Yeah, Yeah.
1: Gasecki, yeah.
2: I don't know. Like, I don't think it's that clear-cut that Mac Jones is better than Tua. That's...
1: yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I think he is. I just the thing with tour. I just think he's very like limited on what he can do. I mean, he's very good when he's getting the ball out in fucking a second and a half and throw the ball seven yards downfield. But
0: hmm.
1: I he's just not a guy that I think he can push a ball down the field consistently. And I think that's like where um Tyree Kill is at his best is like when on those broken plays where he like you guys you can't just stay with him long enough and he just gets, gets loose and. Mahomes had the arm to just throw it as far as he possibly fucking could, and Tyreek Hill could go chase it down. And I just, I don't know. I'm not overly, I'm not, I'm not a tour guy. He doesn't
2: have the greatest injury uh, health history either. No, He's that's had a pretty sure. rough start. He's
1: so, one bad but, hit from that fucking hip, like just disintegrating.
2: Bad you know? ankles, um, bad hips. Yeah. So, cool, uh, do you have anything different on the Pats?
1: Well, I was just gonna say, more or less, not necessarily Mac Jones, but I think the offense in general, I'm like, I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, I I do like the addition of Devontae Parker. I know, I mean, he's not a true number one guy, but I think he's their best receiver now. Um, and you know, they added some like Ty, Tyquan Thornton. Although what I've read today, he was getting fucking eaten up. Yeah. Um, off the line of scrimmage because he's like paper thin and he's just not physical enough. But um, and then I, I do like the like you know they signed uh, Ty Montgomery, who's kind of like dynamic guy can play all over the field. And I do think they're gonna see a I may be the minority in this, but I do think we see an improvement from Giannu, um in year two. Um, and I think that's just with him and Henry who had, Henry had a pretty solid year last year. So I think that's, I think the Pedro's offense is going to take a step forward. As long as Mac is improved, as Mac's improved, I think this is going to be one of the better offenses. Um, maybe not like a top five or seven offense in the league, but I think there'll be around, you know, 10, 12, maybe top 10. Um, but I just, the the big question for me is their defense um, and how that's going to look. But I'm uh, I am optimistic that their offense is going to take a step forward. And um, yeah,
0: I agree. I, they don't have clear cut superstars. So I got asked today from somebody in the text who their top five player was players are. And after Judon and after Mac Jones, I, I have no idea who three, four five is
2: Cole but strange,
0: I, baby. Ugh. But I do think that they are very average everywhere. Like they don't have too many weak spots. Um, linebacker is right. probably the spot where they're weakest, but you know, their secondary is pretty strong. They have really good safeties and they're not the best corners, but they have a good front four. They have probably, like I said, linebackers probably works, but like their wide receivers are probably five number, number two or threes. So yeah. I do think that if you make the right read, you can get the ball to the right guy and make the right play. So um, yeah, there's do, not a superstar that you want. You definitely do want one, but I just think that, you know, for not having one and not having to pay one, I think they're, they're in an okay spot. They're in a lot better spot than I think the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. And I, and I do think that's, I, I think eventually like somebody, whether it's Aguilar or, or I, I really hope it's not Jacoby Myers, but I do think that one of those receivers is going to be out the door before the training camp's over, whether it's your trade cut or whatever. I mean. You look at Aguilar. If they can, somebody can take his contract. Hopefully, I mean they, that'll save like nine and a half million, I think, on the cap, which would be big. But um, and I think just like every other year with the Pats, I mean they think they have they have a ton of depth at running back uh, from what we saw last year with I mean Damian Harris. I think is he's a number one guy. I mean I, I like Harris a lot. And then Ramondre uh, Ramondre Stevenson come in filled in, and I think James White's come. James White should be back this year. Hopefully he's healthy. Kind of gives him that 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 third down catching back. Um, but yeah, no, I think that they're they're in their line solid like it always is. Um so offensively I'm I'm there. Defensively, we'll see. Like you said, there's a lot of question marks, especially on the uh second level, but um we'll see what happens. I mean, I think you hopefully you can see some see some improvement from guys like Uche and Ronnie Perkins and Anthony Jennings, these guys they've drafted in like the third, fourth rounds the last couple yeah. of years, but um
0: Somebody has to we'll like, step up and become a player. Uche, I yeah, thought they was have the to. guy, and then he just fell off a cliff last year after like a dominant preseason. Um, so
1: somebody that I'm looking at real quick. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you but talking about the linebackers. And he was showing like he looked very good last year in the preseason. And I think he can't remember McMillan. if he, yeah, Raquan McMillan. Like he looked very good during training camp and early in the preseason last year. Yes. And then was it his Achilles he ruptured?
0: I thought he tore his ACL.
1: Oh, maybe it was ACL. I knew it was something, but he looked great. And so it's like, there's another guy. If he comes back healthy, hopefully he's, yeah. Um, you know, he takes a jump. And I actually forgot that he got Jabril Pepper, Pepper too.
0: Yep. I mean, and I'm he's like really that hopefully. hybrid guy. And I think yeah, he, if all you all can put him field. in a good spot, he can succeed. Um, One thing that I got, like the biggest takeaway I got from like, listening to all the players today was that Skarnakia, no. Patricia, sorry, mix those two up. Patricia is running the offense called yep. the plays and everything seemed very simplified and yep. everyone will tell you Josh McDaniels ran one of the most complex offenses. There was, it was like, if this guy's first steps are down, that means you're running an out route. If this guy's first steps are up, well, you know, you're running, you're running the straight, like there's just so many different complexities to it on where guys line up that you're running different routes and doing this. And it sounded like they were just going to get up to the line, run their play and keep it simple and fast. Which and not, I kind of like, because I think they have some speedy guys. I think Parker's got some some size on the outside, so like a one-on-one he can win those. But I think Agler and, and Thornton should push speed. Um, and I think Kendrick Bourne can fly, too. Yeah. I, he's he's the guy who I think is the absolute wild card for this team. Bourne? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I read something, too, that not only just, like, the complexity of the plays and everything else, but I guess the terminology was like yeah. McDaniels is all over the place. And they simply, I don't want to say dumbed it down, but they simplified their pre snap terminology for a bunch of stuff. And like you said, initial report seems like a lot the offense is responding in a positive way to that. Um, I know Trent Brown came out today and said that everything going on with Patricia. He goes. He gives a different dynamic because he can. Because he's a defensive. Well, he, in, in the past he's been a defensive guy, and he can kind of give us an idea on what when we line up in certain ways, what the defense is expecting, and we can switch things up um, or something. It was something along those lines. So, um, but football's back, so I am one happy man. On this
0: positive patriot wow. segment, I would like to say that Patricia has seen so many good plays against his defense. That he should be able to dial some up against defenses. That's that's my theory on that. On a positive swing.
2: Has uh, there been talk about Belichick getting done?
0: No, he won't. He won't stop no. until he passes that fucking meathead from Miami. Shula. Yeah. Is he close? Yeah, he's like two, two or three years away. Two or three years of Tom Brady years, or two or three years
2: of Mac Jones years.
0: Uh he's about two, or th- like he's probably like thirty wins. And and Pat's got ten wins last year, so. They, they, if they handle Miami like they should have, you know, they can. He's they can he's
1: be... he's thirty. He's thirty-eight behind Shula.
0: So four years probably.
2: He is the second oldest coach in the NFL right now. Do you know who the oldest is? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, dude. I did. I Pete would Carroll, not have. Yeah. yeah, he's seven. Pete Carroll, seventy, and Andy Reid is sixty-nine. Nine. Yes, sir.
0: And I think Andy Reid, sixty-eight.
2: Yeah, there's another one that was right there. Uh I just lost it. I got too many fucking tabs open. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Bruce Arians, 69. Did he retire? Did he retire? He retired. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah is Morris for or No. Yeah. Who for the fuck Morris, is the coach on there?
0: Who the fuck is David Cully?
1: That's the, the guy the from the
0: Houston Texans. He was that he was like oh, a yeah. defensive coordinator for like 25, 20 years in Baltimore. Uh Mike Zimmer sixty five, Andy Reid sixty three. Andy Reid just looks like he's. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, I, I yeah, that was a good good keep positive. I think that's like pretty much we hit on like everything I've read from the Pats. Like, there's only so much you can do in the first practice, but I guess they were out there doing red zone work. Um, Devante Parker had a monster day, three touchdowns against the the defense. Um, Agler had a touchdown. Thornton had a touchdown, but I did hear that he got jammed a ton at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So even Malcolm Butler was eating him up. So we'll see. I don't. I don't know if Malcolm Butler makes this team. But if you're getting eaten up by an old Malcolm Butler right now, that's not good.
2: So when this episode airs, it'll be two weeks from that day where the first preseason game is. Let's go. Love it. Love it. I was looking at their schedule this year, the Pat schedule, and it doesn't. It doesn't seem like crazy, like difficult to me. Like they have a couple, a couple like tough games in there, like Green Bay, like early in the season. Um, and then like obviously Buffalo's like thir- week thirteen and then week eighteen. But the beginning of the season, I think you're gonna like the team's gonna be. It's not a very difficult schedule early in the season. What I'm saying so. I think no, like it's first, gonna set them up for like either gotta be knowing Miami. if they're a playoff team or not. You know,
1: the first yeah, the first six, the first eight weeks. I mean. If they get by Miami, I mean, you're realistically looking, the two toughest games they have is home against Baltimore and at Green Bay. And then after that, you don't play another real strong opponent until.
2: Right. Indy, maybe? Well, we'll
1: Until Indy, but we'll see. Who knows? The NFL will probably suspend Deshaun Watson for one game. So he'll be mm-hmm. back by week six, I'm sure. Um, I mean, at, get, that at like, Miami to the star
2: is tough for them because they feel like they never really play well there.
0: Right. Yeah. No, that was the big one. That's. Yeah. Like that's that could set a tone for the whole fucking year, and I'm not I'm not it. Like I know it's just week one, but like you got to go out there and get that win.
1: And like, well, really too. Like, and Pittsburgh doesn't really have a quarterback. I mean, they got either Pickett or Trubisky, but their defense is still fucking nasty. So yeah, but
2: I mean, their first nine games, it's not crazy to think that they could be like seven and two after that. They don't have that difficult of a schedule. You know what I mean? It's like, but then once they get to like week. uh, 13, it's like, then it like ramps up. I feel like yeah. Buffalo, Arizona, Vegas, Cincy, M- Miami, Buffalo. Like that's a tough way yeah. to f- finish
0: the year. Yep. But then, they played direction. Arizona last year or two two years ago. And they, I don't even think Arizona scored on them. Maybe like the first drive of the game and they, they like shut them out. So we'll, well see what happens we, there. Again. We, do, you got, they, do you want to
1: dive into, dive into Arizona and the fact that they had to put a fucking clause in their Franchise quarterbacks new contract that he has to watch film. Tom Brady's gonna be puking. I'm sorry, but that is that is the most pathetic thing I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, like the fact that you have a franchise quarterback that you just paid two hundred and thirty eight million dollars, and you have to mandate him to watch film, is a red fucking flag. Yeah, a huge red flag.
0: Even with that, I think I'm with them. Like I think I'm still signing because it's so hard to find franchise quarterbacks and talent wise he's elite. Well
1: where 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 do you have is Kyler a top ten guy in the NFL? Quarterback? I don't think he is.
2: Like fantasy probably, but like to but start a saying, team if with. This,
1: if you're the start of team, would he be the, your top ten?
0: Uh no. I think he if he is I think he's he in is. the back end. Yeah, no 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 I think he's like eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there for me.
1: Because you have Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert is six. Yeah. I mean I, I, I think
0: Lavar I'd rather have Lavar than Kyler.
1: Lamar? Yeah.
0: I would I much Levar. rather have Kyler than Lamar. But I also I also like if you're starting a franchise, or is it just a season? If you're starting a season, seasonal Rodgers. he's got some years left. But but if you're starting franchise, you you definitely want Kyler or Rogers or Brady, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge. I don't know. That, and I, so I, that I think, would I think make me
0: top ten dynasty guy, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Um, but I also think part of it is like I just don't love like uh, Lane, uh yeah. Oh Why yeah. Uh, oh my god the coach Get from Texas drawing the guy oh, uh, Cliff Please. Kingsbury I, I just don't I'm not a, not a huge fan of him but but it's yeah I don't know I think it's the, one of the most ridiculous things I heard in the contract
2: um in Buccaneers news they're signed Julio Jones Shuri seems to be on board with yes. that signing love I'm this. not like I'm not like crazy about it uh Julio Jones the last two years has played 19 games and he has four touchdowns in the last two years mm-hmm. combined. He's just not the same player that he used to be. Um, he's a big target. And uh, I just, I just don't know what they're going to get out of him to be honest with you. It seems like NFL doesn't do like what major league baseball does with players where they rest them through games. Cause there's not enough games to do that. You know what I mean? Yes. But Julio Jones would be the perfect example of just taking a game off here and there just yeah. to like rest because he's he just can't play a full season anymore so
0: yeah and i think that going from Tannehill to brady is going to be like brady's going to be like listen this is where i need you to go on this play in practice like this is where it's going to be and i'm going to put that fucking ball on the money and that's but like oh, i just feel like Julio's going to eat in there, there i i feel like like 10 touchdown kind of season
2: literally. i don't know enough about like julio to know like his injuries he's had but like i wonder if the injuries are because the quarterbacks like hang him out to dry and like brady wouldn't do that you know i don't think or, it is i think it's like just ankles. more of like yeah ankles or hamstrings and just you know shit like that but i don't know we'll say. sometimes Let's, when
0: you see a guy like brady put in so much work like that's what seems to like the, he's the all-time recruiter right so like when you see brady like never miss a practice never want to give up another snap Never want to do anything like that's when you're like, okay well, I might be hurt, but this motherfucker is 45 years old and he won't take a second away. I'm not giving up another second of practice. And and like I know, like with Bill, if you miss practice, you're just not going to play. Like it doesn't matter if you're healthy enough. Like you want to take time off. You're not going to make practice. You're not going to play. And I think Arians was the same way. But like with Brady, he might be hurt, but he ain't missing a practice. And with Julio, I I think he'll be right there.
1: And I think that the key with Julio going to Tampa in this situation is he doesn't need to be the guy mm-hmm. they have Godwin and or Goodwin and, um, no, Godwin Mike Evans, and, Godwin. and Mike Evans. So it's like, he doesn't need to be like the number one guy there. So like, th- that's why, like, I, I'm, I don't know if I think he's going to, I'm not going to go as far as saying like, like sure said, he's going to eat, but I can see him having a pretty good year because he's not going to be the, like the, the key guy that defenses are trying to shut down. There's two other guys on that roster that I think they're going to be more focused on. Um, so, I mean, I could see him having a, a pretty solid year if if he stays healthy, which is a huge fucking if.
2: That's completely – I mean, that's – I don't think he's going to – I think he's his skill is still there and his, his like, just – he's a specimen, you know what I mean? I just think it comes down to him just being on the field. That's 100% it. But it's, like, it's still a great signing by the Bucks because if he's not playing, then Tom Brady has a way of making, like, Scotty Miller look great. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: right.
2: But if Julio's in the field, it's still a great weapon to have. So,
0: and my last thing I want to say about it is, we're at a point now where people are like writing Julio off and remembering for Julio for sucking, and that's usually when a guy's got a chip on his shoulder. And I yeah. lo- like I love when you can get a guy that has a chip on his shoulder and has a lot to prove. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen down in Tampa. Is that he's going to get with Brady. He's just going to like feed off his energy and. Getting these guys rejuvenates Brady, too, because he's, like, stoked when he gets one of these guys, and and he's just going to feed him.
2: Just looking at it real quick, which really surprised me about Julio, is that for a season, 10 touchdowns is the most touchdowns he ever
0: had in one season. He's never been a big touchdown guy.
2: Yeah, just a lot of receptions and yards, yeah.
0: He caught one right in front of our seats. Uh, I think Malcolm Butler was in coverage, and it was one of the nastiest – Catches he went like legit right over him. It was really cool. Probably like twenty feet from us. <sighs> um, college football. You guys excited? Uh, I don't think have they reported to uh, start there. Yeah, I, I can't remember if they have.
1: Well, did you guys see? The, I know they have the uh, media my,
0: day and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they're at camp yet or not. I would have probably next week, maybe I don't know. But did you guys see? Yeah, the
2: first. to say first week so a week from today. I mean, a month from today. Sorry, a month from yeah. today. Yep. Yeah.
1: Did you guys see the video Notre Dame put out for their Shamrock uh, yeah. Series?
2: <laughs> no.
1: So they that did. Was awesome. They did a. Um, they did a spoof on The Hangover. You know the scene where they try to go get Doug, and like they both meet up in the desert, and they're like. Whatever they're like, where's Doug? And then they send out, like, there was, like, I guess Mike Epps in the show. And they're like, that's not Doug. That's Black Doug or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um. So they did a spoof on that with their Shamrock Series uniforms. And it, it was actually kind of funny. It was kind of funny that they, like, they did something like that. But mm-hmm. what did you think of the uniform, Shuri? I
0: think they were nice. I love I the was... uniforms. Like, I'm one of those guys who just yeah. love – like either you are old old uniforms like Chicago Bears as one, or you are like you can change up uniforms all the time. So and I like yeah. that. I gotta look at no. Up. I I,
1: I I was like in indi- I was like indifferent on them. Like I I thought they were okay. There's there's they're not some of the better ones I've seen them wear, but they were mm-hmm. they were they were solid. I do like the old. I mean most all white jerseys. I feel like look. Fairly clean, but there's another yeah. color room, so
2: I love those uniforms. I think they're better than their normal normal white
0: ones. Yeah. I love them. I, I yeah, like, no, I mean, I'm I, a big new uniform guy. Like I love all the alternatives. alternative like I think you sent in our group chat like uh uh all the helmets, the new helmets this year. Yeah. Yeah. I love them all. Like I was like I couldn't pick which ones I like. I'm oh no, they're, they're all great. Great.
1: they're all fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. So I was like, these are awesome. So i I I'm all about new uniforms and like I think it's just like refreshing for the players to walk out there with new swag yeah, yeah.
2: and i th- I feel like for the like nfl teams or the colleges it makes sense to do it because merchandise i got to imagine people like i don't i mean i don't buy jerseys i just because i don't go to games so i'm not gonna like wear a jersey just like around and stuff i just that's not what i do but i got to imagine that putting out new jerseys like notre dame like this there's a ton of notre dame fans that like, going don't want to buy those jerseys because they're yeah. unique yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. You no, know, I think it's like there's like different. That's the like the NFL is weird about shit. Like college football, they can they can have a new uniform. I mean, look at Oregon; they have like a different uniform combo every single game. Yep. The yep. NFL's NFL's weird. Like they then they set a rule where you had to have only Same one helmet, helmet like yeah. which was fucking stupid. And then they finally relax that. It's like just let them just be like. I wish they change uniforms every game.
0: Me too. I love it. Yep, I love like the '90s Pat Patriot one too with the guy. I, I like all the Pats.
1: Oh, oh no, the the you talking about the, like the ones that they're going back to. Like, no, the not the, the red center? ones.
0: The one that have like Willie McGin- McGinnis wore and stuff like they have like oh, the yeah. Patriot symbol that starts here and goes like over their shoulder.
1: Oh the, yeah, they the, like the, the royal blue one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You know what, my
1: my my cousin, uh, my cousin Jag. Do you remember him when we played flag football? He yes. still has that. Pretty sure he still has that Chris Lee jersey.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, Chris Slade, yeah, and he I, wore it all the time.
1: I, I that or he, he may got ripped one game, but I thought he still had it. But it was pretty. I legit. think he had
0: a Brett Favre when they got ripped.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe it was a Favre. He was a big Packers fan.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, fucking Red Sox are a mess. Oh, they, Orioles are ahead of them now, man, aren't they? They were up six when we just started. They were up. Six five, and right now they're down seven five in the ninth. So uh, they they have no bullpen. They have they just look like a mess in the field. I don't even want to get into all of their fucking antics in the field. It's pathetic. It's I like I will a, say this little...
1: real quick. I was reading something today, um, when I was eating lunch, and they did a chat with some guy, like a beat writer for Red Sox, and they were talking about, you know, how it seems like, you know. We're seeming like we're getting to a point where they're not. Their Devers is going to be. I mean, not Devers. Bogarts is going to be out the door, and then if they can't figure it out, Devers is going to be out the door. And this guy, it was like a chat, and this guy asked, like, this beat writer is like, at what point do you think the fans are just going to say, we're fucking done dealing with the shit, we're not going to games? And the guy said, he goes, well, I'm not saying some of that already hasn't happened. He goes, Nesson's ratings for the Red Sox are drastically down, I guess. And he goes, and he goes, you, he goes, I go to every game at Fenway, and he goes, it's rarely ever full. So he's like, I think people are starting to like, out of the fact that they don't, they're doing this with like all the homegrown talent. They, they're trying to get these hometown discounts. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's the most expensive fucking ticket and like game experience in all of baseball. And it's like, it, to me, it's like one of those things like you can't have the highest ticket prices and highest concession stand prices and all this bullshit and not fucking spend money on players to go see them. Like I'm, I don't, Yeah. it makes no fucking sense.
2: Can you can you even watch the Red Sox right now? Like in Maine, like no. with
1: well, Spectrum maybe. I have YouTube I have, TV. I you can't, can't watch, watch them. them.
2: You can watch them, yeah. Spec- yeah, YouTube TV. You can't, yeah.
1: No, they won't. I we... can't. Which to Good me, like I don't really, I don't fucking care because I I can't. Yeah. Lid doesn't like watching baseball. If it's a playoff, she'll watch it. But like, she's like, I could give two shits about watching the fucking Sox at Orioles on a Tuesday night. Which I I don't care. I'm I don't care either. I'm
2: you know what's wild, too, is that, like, I got the MLB TV subscription. Like, you pay that yes. for like the entire year, right? You can watch every single game. And even with that, you can't even watch Red Sox games because of our area. It's so if I ever wanted box. to watch a fucking game, I have to get onto a VPN and pretend I'm in California just in order to watch a Red Sox game. It's insane what the MLB does to, yeah. like, restrict viewership. It's
1: yeah. – they're the, so it's, bad. It's,
2: they're so bad at promoting their sport. It's I
1: don't – I know you guys give me shit like, I mean, I sure I know you like hockey, Kevin, you know, but baseball is hands down the worst product of the four major sports. I, I don't care oh, what yeah. anybody says. It's not even the other three, like the revenue from the NHL is nowhere near what baseball is in terms of like probably what they bring in. But from a pure product standpoint, baseball is doesn't hold a fucking candle to the other three. It's not even close.
0: Yeah. I was thinking the other day, um, Like if they're gonna blow this up, right? Like this is a great opportunity. Like I, I think if you're not gonna sign Xander, you might as well get the best package for him. Like give him, get something, get something for him. I hate like you can't just let him go and not get anything for him. And we're not gonna win a World Series because you gave us an absolute shit fucking squad. Um, so I would, I don't want to trade Xander, but at this point, I think you've already ruined the relationship with him, and you have to trade Xander for the better of the like the franchise. Yeah, I also think. But if you're not going to sign raffi you you've mm-hmm. got to trade him like you if you want to get a really fucking awesome package like I'm, i keep hearing like this the juan soto package is going to be the best package ever yep, my I've question is up. if you know that um soto is 10 years say 450 million a lot of money and you know raffi is 10 years 300 million who would you rather trade for?
1: Raffy I mean, is I I firmly believe Raffy is a top ten to twelve hitter in baseball right now. Right. I believe that Soto is a top three guy. I I think from the from a financial standpoint and the amount of pros like the you're going to have to give up some big time. I mean instead of saying the top four prospects in the system for Raffy, I mean for Soto, you're probably talking two for Raffy, right? So I think if you factor in the prospects you're going to have to give up in the financials, it may be Devers. I mean, Soto's a better player. And I think long-term Devers is probably going to end up at first base or DH because I just don't think his body's going to, like, mature. But if you're convinced that Devers is still going to be the hitter he is, like, seven, eight years from now, And maybe Devers, just based on you, you're not spending another extra 150, and you're probably keeping two of your best prospects. I don't know.
2: I also think that, like, it's way harder to find a superstar third baseman than it is to find a superstar outfielder. So, I mean, uh, position scarcity, I would Mm -hmm. guess that, you know, Devers is better there, the contract's better for Devers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not that as crazy, you know what I mean, to to think that they're that far off in trade packages, so...
0: That's that's what I was thinking too. I was like, well, if it, you're gonna save 150 million, because apparently every MLB franchise is worried about money right now, um,
1: except for like four of them.
0: Yeah, except like the Dodgers basically is my thought. The but
1: Dodgers, Padres, Yankees, which I think the Yankees even the Yankees in, wouldn't
0: I- give Judge exactly what he wanted, which is Mets. The Mets is Mets is definitely up there, but like I, I just think like if you know you can save 150 million getting Raffy and you get a third baseman like what Kev said. Over an outfielder. And I feel like the package could be pretty much the same. So, like, if you're not going to sign Raffy, and that's not and your plan is not to sign him and keep fucking dicking around and offering him like a hundred million less than what he wants. Then you're not like you're not. He's not going to come down a hundred million. No. So, tr- so do what's right for the franchise. If you're not going to sign him, then then get the mega package. I And I don't want that. Like, I probably won't even be a Red Sox fan if they do that. But. If that, that that would be the best – like, that's what you do if you're not going to sign someone. You get the best package for Right. Them. And this would be the because, ultimate time to do it. I think you get the same thing of what, what someone would be offering Soto.
1: Like, there's absolutely no – like, right this year. They're obviously out of it. Okay? And I that's this is why I don't – I hate the whole three wild card thing because you're going to have teams like the Sox who are going to be hovering around 500 the rest of the fucking year and – they're going to be within like three, five, six games of the playoffs. Like, oh, we got a shot. If we get a... No, you never win in a World Series with this goddamn fucking roster when you're walking Michael Walker and Rich Hill out there every fucking third and fourth, every fifth day. So, if they, to me, if they don't trade JD Martinez, Nathan Avaldi, Christian Vazquez, Bogarts, I'm trying to think if there's any both. If those four guys are still in the roster after the trade deadline, it's a it's fucking absolutely stupid because yeah. they're all in they're all pending free agents. They're all off your books next year. You need to get rid of that now because the only one you're gonna resign, you would like to resign, is probably Bogarts. But you you're not gonna sign why you're not gonna sign J D back. He J still a pretty good hitter, but his power's gone. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I just think you trade. Any guy who's going to be a free agent after this year, you get rid of them. If you can, every yeah. single one of them.
2: It is weird because th- I mean, they just lost. They just, just lost. So I think they will be four games out of a wild card, but it's weird to be four games out of a wild card and to be in sell mode. It must be a mess. I think the addition of the extra wild card is making it weird for general managers because these guys have been doing it for like so many years. And if you're within, I mean, six or seven, usually around the trade deadline, like, they either go for, you know, they usually go for it, I feel like. So if you're four games out, it's like, I feel like they're not going to sell. You're probably just right, don't. which is
1: no, they're
2: a not, bad but call. They, it is a bad right, call. Can,
0: but I agree Even if they made the playoffs as a wild card, there's no way right, there's this no roster is going to win a fucking World Series. There's right. no way. Agreed.
2: Who the Do heck you is your ace? Like, but it's weird, though, to, to be selling when of you're only league. four out. Yeah, but you're right. when's the
1: deadline? Next was it Tuesday, Wednesday?
2: September is it second? August second? No, August second. August 2nd? So Tuesday.
1: Yeah. The thing is, they're after today. They're under five hundred, right? That loss puts them forty nine oh. and fifty. Yeah. So that, then they're gonna have another three or four games. If they get swept and they they're like four four or five games under five hundred. I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah.
0: What do you do? And I will
1: say, like, you know, you you saw like the like the Sox fans' reaction with everything was going on with Mookie Betts, right? Now I think Mookie's situation is a little bit different than Devers and Bogarts, where the Sox offered Mookie. I think they offered him over three hundred or whatever, but Mookie was always going to test for you to see it seemed like. But if if they you know they traded Mookie, they traded Benintendi, which I mean not on the same level. I get that. But if they trade, if they let Bogarts walk or they trade him and they end up trading Devers, I'm telling you, that might be the end of fucking people like watching yeah.
0: them. No, I, I love I'm much more of a Devers and Bogarts fan than I am the Red Sox right now because of Chain Bloom. Like, I fucking hate him.
1: No, you know what it was? And I, I, I like and obviously we didn't have this podcast, but I remember saying this right from the fucking Jump Street when they hired this fucking guy, they, they that that, that John Henry, that cheap motherfucker. Wants to, he wanted him to treat the Red Sox like they were Tampa Bay, find all these fucking pieces on the scrap heap and try to make it work for minimum money. Now, yeah. I understand it's a business and they need to make money, but they're the Boston fucking Red Sox. They're going to make money. I don't care what they say. It, the, the, the thing that gets me with these owners, and they're like, well, it's not that lucrative to own teams. If it's not that lucrative, the Sox are valued at like three and a half or four billion dollars. If it's not that lucrative, sell the fucking team then. There's a yeah. reason why people don't sell major sports team franchises that often. It's because they make a fuck ton of money. I, I don't care what any of them say. It's a fuck. It's a bunch of horseshit. Like if it wasn't that lucrative, nobody would want to do it. Everybody wants to fucking own a franchise if they can.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, you yeah, know, you know, it's, you know, it's pretty wild uh, about the Yankees is like how like the pace that they were on. They were like absolutely like just dominating team. They like they suck right now. They're they're not good at all. They're they're playing like trash. They just lost right now uh, to the Mets again. Starting Marte hit a walk off single on them, so they just lost. They are now they have the same record as or the same um, like win. it's not the same win loss games back. I don't know. They're even with the Dodgers. But the Dodgers have a better winning percentage than the Yankees do now. It seemed like it seemed like two or yeah. three weeks ago the Yankees were like. I feel like they were like six seven games up on everyone, you know, yeah. and now they don't. They're just like back to the pack with like the top leaders in the league.
1: Do you? Th- but I I almost feel like this is a year where the Yanks probably try to go. I Excuse me. I don't. I'm not going to go as far as saying like they're going to trade like vulpin dominguez i mean unless they can get like soto but i feel like this is a year where they're gonna go out and get luis castillo or frankie montas which or Mm -hmm. if i was a team my preference would be castillo but i feel like this is a year the yanks are just gonna have to push in and be like if we got to give up like two or three of our better prospects we got to do it especially Mm -hmm. with everything going on with judge i mean i i can't imagine judge plays anywhere else but yeah. yeah, I mean, they have the t- and they're probably going to go get a bullpen arm. I mean, I just feel like this is a year where they're just going to kind of shove out all the chips in and and see what the hell happens. Listen, I it's would been love it years since I won 2009.
2: I would absolutely love it if they got Soto. Don't get me wrong. I think it'd be so cool to see Soto. But I don't think Soto makes them as good as if they spent their spent their prospects on getting pitching help because like their pitchers. They've had a lot of injuries lately. I think if they went and got a good starting arm and then another bullpen guy, I think it probably puts them in a better spot than if they just got Soto, which is crazy because Soto's like world class, you know. So we'll I see. think
0: they have oh, they the could... prospects to get both. It's just going to be a lot.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, you think they could get Castillo and Soto?
2: I think they could.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. Or Mon- I think Montez will be a little bit less, so they could get one or the other. But yeah. But you, you're going to have to, like, I do think Volpe's going to have to be a part of that, so.
2: Yeah. They're all, like, the top five would be, if they got both Soto and a starting arm, yeah, it's like the top five, six players yeah. in their system, yeah. It's just completely yeah, obliterating your system.
1: But you know what, though? Honestly, like, I, I don't know. Part of me, sometimes, I'm always like, if you're going to obliterate your system and it wins you a World Series, who gives a fuck?
0: Yeah, like, no, absolutely. If you like win once the, every ten the, years, you have a successful franchise.
1: The Sox, I mean, granted, like we know what Hanley Ramirez turned into, but Hanley Ramirez was the guy. They traded him for Josh Beckett and Mike Lowell, and they won a World Series. Like I, I would do that trade every fucking year. If you could trade one of your, your best prospect every year and you were guaranteed to win a World Series, you'd do it in a heartbeat mm-hmm. all the fucking time. It doesn't. I mean, so. I mean, I'm
2: pretty sure if George Steinbrenner was still alive, he'd be doing it. Yes. He'd be doing all these trades. <laughs> To me,
0: a successful yeah. franchise isn't isn't being competitive for ten years. It's w- winning one every ten years. All right. That's successful. Um, like like just for ex- like Philip Rivers was successful every time, but he never won one. Like I would much rather have right. the Eli Manning career uh, of winning two, yeah. and having some really shitty years. Yep. Um. Good all right. Good analogy, dude. Good analogy. Starting five? Let's do it. All right.
2: It's time for the BDB Starting Five.
1: Let's get this shit going.
0: So today's starting five, we are doing college football we're taking we're we're picking our top coach top stadium top uh history team uh top uniforms and top player in in ncaa football history um am i getting that right you got that right okay i missed the text when we discussed this earlier so i'm, I'm doing this on the fly um it should be good um i will go let's see Gola, you have the number two pick. Okay. Kev, you got the number one pick, and I've got the number three pick.
1: Did you just make the th- order yes, up on your own? I
0: did because I didn't want to wait and do it all. And, you know, after that sick new intro we just put in, um, I didn't want to keep you guys waiting any longer. I did. I gave, like it. You just gave me like the
1: number because I used to pitch about having the number two pick all the fucking time.
0: Well, I think that...
1: Two team is one more than your, your
0: chemistry fucking
1: chemistry. Down. Your chemistry should drop down, too, because you're a bad fucking teammate. All right. I'm on the clock. Shut up. <laughs> um, I think for a lot of these, like, they could
2: be questionable about who's number, what's number one for each of them, except for the coach, and that is Nicholas Saban, dude. I think he is just head and shoulders better than everyone. Give me Nick Saban.
0: Yeah, he's.
1: The most storied franchise coach. Yeah, the ever. guy, um, guy knows how to
0: win. No I don't worries. know not, what the not I don't, so good in the NFL, by the way. <laughs> sucked at my
2: no. I don't know what the number of coaches are. I mean, I know like Sabin, I know there's another one that Sherry loves that have won multiple, have won a, a championship at multiple colleges. I like, can't imagine the list is too big. Oh. I don't know uh, what the number is. I don't know. I have no idea what the number is, Les but Miles I can't
1: imagine. Les Miles won one at LSU, but he hasn't won one anywhere else, I don't think. No.
0: Good question. Kevin must be looking it up. I'm looking
2: it up right now. You guys can go on and, yeah. Uh, uh, right. Uh, right,
1: right. Hmm. Let's see here. What do I want to do? Well, listen, I'm just going to do it because they have it's the most storied fucking college football university in the history of football. And I'm taking Notre Dame's history. Most national titles ever. Probably tied with Alabama now, maybe. Most Heisman trophies ever. Like, yeah, I mean, they, hate or love Notre Dame. Most people hate them. They're one of the most historic college football programs ever. You know what?
2: I So I had them on my list, dude, for like most historic. Because it's true. They are the most historic. They're, they're up there for one of the most historic French uh, colleges ever. But it's like, what have you done for me lately? You know?
1: No, I got gotcha. you. I mean, I understand.
2: Like, it's so weird to me because like the Yankees have 20, 27 World Championships, right? But they've won like one in the last like 16 or 17 years. So like a majority of my life, of my existence, they've won like... Like since I've been really like an adult, they've won like one championship for me to enjoy, and that kind of sucks, man. Your life—you've never seen a championship for Notre Dame, dude.
1: I know, I got gotcha. you. So what for you,
2: thirty? Was it? Th- when's the last time they won? Like nineteen? We just discussed.
0: You got to be successful. You got to win one every like ten years.
1: Yeah. Eighty-eight.
0: I'm uh, just asking said, if your franchise winning one every thirty years.
2: Did you pick that what? with your heart and not your brain?
1: What What do you mean? That you're just a Notre Dame fan. This is for the. We're not talking reasons, recent. We're talking the history of college football. So based on well, the history of I would like to be alive football, for a
0: little bit of that good history.
1: Yeah, no shit, dude. I understand. Like, I mean, that, nothing either one of you are saying, like, I get it. It's not a – but we're talking the history of college football. Notre Dame is one of the most historic college football programs ever.
2: I mean, Yale – I mean, you has, can't argue that. This thing says Yale's, Yale has the most championships. They have 18. They haven't won one since 1927. Doesn't mean I'm going to take Yale. They want they want fucking they want 20 of them in the 1800s it doesn't mean I'm going to take
1: them. How many Heisman trophy winners they have?
2: I don't fucking know, dude. But I'm just saying so, like
1: how many wins do they have in college football history?
2: How many championships? 18.
1: No, just just wins.
2: Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know that.
1: Oh, okay, anyway, Shory, take fucking that scumbag fucking Urban Meyer and then Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. And let's get this. let's get this show on the road, okay?
0: Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Notre Dame are tied for the most recipients of the Heisman Trophy.
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs) How many do they have? Seven or eight? Both of them or something? Seven. All of them, I mean. Seven.
2: Who's Notre Dame's last Heisman Trophy winner? I'm not trying to put you in the spot, but I'm just curious. Tim Brown. Like
1: 1988.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you were just born.
1: (laughs) I was two years old. (laughs)
0: Um, I will take the best player. That is Tim Tebow. Oh my fuck! What a waste of a first round pick, dude.
1: Seriously, That's one of those things oh, he, you Sorry he. going.
0: He won two national championships.
2: I think you're. I think you're just doing that just to prove a point that you love Tebow, dude. Because you could have easily got him in the fifth round. I
0: took Nobody the was best player in college history. The two time champion, the one time Heisman winner, Tim the God, Tebow.
2: Is there like a is there like a single play that stands out to you with Tebow?
0: Yes, him running over fucking the kid from Tennessee, the all pro safety. What the fuck's his name? Uh Eric
1: uh I don't Barry.
0: Eric Berry. Eric Berry. Him just fucking dump trucking Eric Berry. Mine is all like was his. It
1: was, it, was it when he sat up on the podium? And was like you'll never have a player fucking work and all this other bullshit. They fucking made a statue of him. What a fucking.
0: And then loser. he went and won a national championship. You know what that's like.
2: Uh, I so feel like I he had like a he had like a goal line jump pass one time that stands out to me.
0: I don't know yeah, if it was like probably a big fucking game feeding Aaron Hernandez touchdown at the touchdown.
2: It might have been, but I feel like it was like he 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 like faked like he was gonna sneak it up the middle, and he like jumped and then threw it.
0: Yeah, that, that was something. like his signature play his sophomore. Yeah, year. yeah. <clears throat> um, the next one I'm gonna take history, and I am gonna take Alabama. I just feel like they are literally in it every fucking year. Um, it it, it it's Coach Saban. He was already taken, so I'm gonna take the history uh of Alabama and what he's done. And also Bear Bryant, one of the top coaches of all time, was there. So they've had two amazing runs. Um and they're still in one.
2: Yeah. I don't agree. I don't disagree with that at all. Um to me it was just weird. I can't even remember life before Nick Saban. But was Alabama absolutely trash before Saban was there? Yes. They were?
1: Yeah. They had some they had some they had some very lean years.
2: I'm just, I'm just like going back and looking at it and they, they actually had some, some losing seasons, but they also had like some 10 win seasons, some 12 win seasons in between there. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're absurd. I
0: I do think Florida played them in the SC championship one of the years they won. So they were were getting good. I mean, they,
1: they, yeah.
2: So just, um, one little quick thing. So Nick Saban's first year, they went seven and six. And then any year after that, they never, they lost three games one year. And then two games lost was the most. That's and that's since 2006, 2007, sorry, 2007. So he's pretty good at what he does. It's insane. It's pretty solid. Absolutely insane.
1: Um, all right. So I'm going to go with, I think this one, I don't know. I think this one's kind of obvious just because of the amount of variations, but uh, shit, actually, I don't know if I want to go with that. I'm going to go with a player, too. I'm going to say this guy had the – he was the best college player ever. Arguably the best college football season in the history of college football, and that's Cam Newton. I hate Cam Newton, but that guy, when they won the national title in what year was it? 2010 or something like that? Yeah, I was going to say That guy played on a – he took a that Auburn team – they were fourteen in on won a national title, and there wasn't a not, there wasn't a single first round pick on that entire roster other than Cam Newton.
0: He was beast I man. Just,
1: I just think Newton. I I can't stand the guy. I think he's like a fucking douche. But he was an absolute goddamn machine that one year at Auburn. Um, and he he just he's just a fucking machine there.
0: He really was. He ran over fucking defenders. He ran past fucking DBs. He, he threw well. Um, he was definitely one of the best college players I've ever seen. Should have been a Gator, but he stole. So they kicked him off the team.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: shit, you guys both with your first picks took history and player. So I can kind of just sit back and uh, grab those late, I guess, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. I on.
2: No shit, dude. All right then. Um I think Fagol was gonna do this and yeah, you too. I think it's I think it's clear cut. I think I'm gonna take Oregon football for uniforms. Yep. I just think we've talked about it before we just talked about it earlier, like the number of variations that you can do for that that they can do throughout a the season. They never they never wear the same uniform twice in a season. It's insane. Like the number and like it's not like the when they pull an alternates, they're like kind of like gross it's like every fucking uniform they put out is absolute fire so whatever they're doing up there in is it eugene is uh it's pretty money doesn't hurt that uh like i think the that's nike, definitely the clear cut founder of nike but of the, you know,
0: didn't he go to college there
1: all night yeah
0: i think i would have taken that number one as well for jerseys and i know golo probably was on the verge of it so
1: I was I thought about it, but I there's a few others I like and I just kinda gonna...
2: Um let's see here. All right. So I'm gonna go stadium. Uh, I was thinking about going one out West, but there's like the, like the PAC 12 schools just like, don't do it for me. I know, like, I know we're just doing it by stadium and I know if like, this was my stadium, it would be different, but I'm going to go with, um, I think the atmosphere of, ah, man, that's tricky to me, but I'm going to go with it. It's Ohio stadium, the horseshoe I'm going with horseshoe. I think the atmosphere there. We talked about it, like the stadium. We, I don't know if this is like going across the line, but like the marching band that's in that stadium, dude, is best there is. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Could be the horseshoe.
1: Yeah.
0: Definitely on my bucket list. I'm gonna go there one day.
1: Yeah, there's like there's like a, quite a few schools in the Big Ten that I'd like to go. Yeah. Watch play. And there may be a few other there stadiums that are mentioned later on. But um, all right, I'm, I am going to touch – I'm going to go with the uniforms now. Um, like I said, I was going to go with Oregon. But I thought about this one, and I'm like, you know what, I'll go with the player first. I love every – pretty much every variation of uniform LSU has. I mm. I don't know what it is. The purple and the yellow just – it goes so goddamn well together. So I, I love I love LSU's uniforms. Um, I always remember when I used to play NCAA all the time, and I'd do like the Heisman thing, where you could create a guy and like go through a season, and like that was like one of the teams I always picked because their uniforms were so sick. So.
0: I love I love the purple and yellow too. It's so swaggy. um i'm gonna go with stadium and i am also gonna take a big 10 school we're going to the big house we're going rivals we're going michigan does that does that have the
2: biggest capacity of any stadium
0: yes 110 and that's why it's intimidating it's rocking it's uh, I, I honestly think that my top five like favorite stadiums are Big Ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I would say my top four, and then I would say Notre Dame's up there too, and they would probably be the next one. But um, I just think the Big Big Ten's phenomenal for that stuff. So.
1: Yeah. No. You, yep. I'm
0: shocked you didn't go the swamp, dude. No, I didn't do the swamp for that one, but oh. I.
1: I will. I'll give. I'll give. some Shory some love on this. So I and he'll experience it this fall. But I did go to a Florida Kentucky game when I lived in Florida, and I will tell you, where you were in the stadium with ninety eight thousand people, and I think it's like in between. Was it the third quarter, Shory? You can tell me. Probably know the tradition. But when they sing, uh, "Won't yeah, Back Down" by Tom Petty. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh, we are the. Well, they do the "We Are the Boys" and everybody locks arms and they. I'm telling you right now, there's nothing better than fucking college football when it comes to like doing that shit. It's fucking unbelievable.
0: Now, Tom Petty is from Gainesville, which makes it even more incredible, so Yeah. Just it's, everyone, we won't back down.
1: <laughs> you're going to be wow. the, telling you, man, you're going to fucking you get to uh, you're going to you're not going to know what the fucking It's unbelievable.
0: Let's see. Um for coach, I'm going to take Urban Meyer. There it is. There it is. The greatest, scummiest, coach sleaze ball to get the Dubs, the national champs. uh Not also not good in the NFL. Didn't even last a full season. But uh, does some sleazy stuff in in NCAA and uh won Florida a couple national championships. Went to Ohio State, put that program. On the very top on his way out. Uh, and always leaves just in time. Yeah, just does. in time as those sanctions are coming down on him, he gets out of there. So um yeah. no, or, but he, he does bring in talent, man. He might bring in some some questionable characters, but the boy can boy can bring in some talent.
2: I mean as like basically it could be the best recruiter ever, right? Like better than Saban? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I well actually I will say this, like when he used to be at Florida, like they used to give him a hard time at first because he wouldn't recruit five stars. And he's like, Why the fuck do I want a five star if he can't run a fucking four or five? Mm-hmm. And like he would literally look at reporters, he's like, I, I get my guys. He goes, I don't yeah. want guys that are slow. And uh he didn't. He recruited speed and then when he went to Ohio State he got like you too. So you looking at that breaking news gola. Ben attendee to the Yanks.
1: Oh, Yeags. did he? Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah. That's good if they meet Toronto in the playoffs.
0: I know that uh,
2: Giancarlo just went on the DL, so I guess that helps there in the short term. I, di-
1: uh, I did not see three minor leaguers heading back to KC. I didn't see that, but did you guys see the text messages that I sent? That the um, we touch base on this real quick, but the whole tr- Mike Trout injury is a yeah, good I, I
2: sent that earlier.
1: That it's going to linger throughout his career?
0: Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. yeah. Yeah. If you put oh, the fucking link, dude. DL- it's also on fan tracks.
1: um um, all right so i am going back to the bayou and i'm going with tiger stadium death valley Death Valley. let the band play neck like let's just do this damn thing um night games i mean i remember listening to pmt and they were talking about how they went to lsu i think alabama two years ago it was like a saturday night and they said they said it's like the most incredible fucking thing they've like ever experienced so um, I'm gonna go with uh, Tiger Stadium down in down in the Bayou.
2: I will say that um, it doesn't make or break a college stadium, but the when they paint the tiger eye in the middle of the stadium, dude, that is probably the best center yeah, field. Cool. that is center fields, midfield, best midfield in all of football, dude. It's awesome. Uh, and,
1: uh,
0: also, this is the name of it, Death Valley, like there in yeah, Clemson. Yeah. I think there's one other one too, but um,
1: Clemson. Uh, oh, you said Clemson. Um, have you heard like the videos of when well, like because they studied, they stopped letting him do it, but when the band actually played Neck, like did you ever see the videos of them? Either one of you? I don't think so. So the the song Neck apparently is um like a Drake song. And like part of the chorus is like the way LSU sings at the band is they get to a point they're like, suck this tiger dick, bitch. And they like the whole stadium's fucking singing in at once, that's but cool. they won't let the band play it anymore because people get butt hurt because it says, suck this tiger dick, bitch. People didn't like it. But it's <laughs> fucking.
0: Awesome. Uh, is there a chance that Fagola is going to come out of this podcast as an LSU fan? I know. Man, is coach going no, to well, LSU, loving no, the jerseys, dude, loving the stadium?
1: A, no, the, the thing I that think sucks Is a little I don't chance. Know. And that's what sucks is I like I've always like kind of liked LSU for, like from afar you know what I mean like I just yeah. like things about them I just like I'm I will not root for them because like I I don't no want to I like Brian Wisconsin I don't, like, I, have, I don't I don't want Brian Kelly even when he was at I almost went with Camp Randall dude Wisconsin jump everybody,
0: jump around.
2: If you pick Brian um, Kelly for the best coach, dude, on this next dude, I will pick
1: fucking Charlie Weiss before I pick that (laughs)
2: fucking shit. All right, got my final two picks here. We're going history, history. I'm going with um my stadium team. I'm going to Ohio State. Ohio State has the best winning percentage of any college in the entire history of college football. They got a late start with some of these other ones, so they're the best team at winning every single year they have eight championships they've had a ton of different coaches throughout the years who didn't have like you know super long tenures and it doesn't matter which coach comes in there it's like they just fucking dominate i feel like every single year um three championships since 2002 it's hard to win championships when there's a team like alabama and saving going around but I feel like they I feel like they're um they're a team that's what have you done for me lately? they can check that off, and it's like, what have you done for me like fucking a hundred years ago, and they can check that off too
1: yeah they um the machine moves on man with them it doesn't matter who's in the at the helm trestle meyer Ryan day, mm-hmm. doesn't fucking matter does not fucking matter
2: and um for player um. This guy has absolutely zero awards because the NCAA is the stupidest fucking organization there is. And I'm going with Reggie Bush. This guy might be the most electric player that's ever stepped on a college football field. Maybe other than Barry Sanders. I don't know. Didn't get to see Barry play in college, but Reggie Bush was an absolute beast at USC. The last time the PAC 12 or PAC 10 was even good was when Reggie Bush was there. Pac 12 sucks. Uh, this guy basically won it all when he was there. He won every award, won championships, and he doesn't have anything to show for it because the NCAA rules were different then. So,
1: yeah, it-
0: most electrifying team I feel like in my lifetime of
1: watching college football
0: with Liner and him. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: You want me just penciling Brian Kelly, dude? I'll do it right now
1: uh all right i'm gonna go with this is kind this of tricky little, one this might yeah. be a little contra, this might be controversial uh but i'm gonna go with joe no i'm just joking i'm not going with joe Pye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go off the rails here a little bit and i'm going with Dabo. i i he kind of drives me nuts a little bit but uh, he's he's 149 and 36 in his career yeah and he just the guy wins um so I'm gonna go with him. I think he's arguably, other than Saban, he's probably the best, maybe the best coach in college football today. Um, yep. So I'm I'm gonna go with Dabo Sweeney.
0: Yeah, I can't knock that one. I'm I'm a big Dabo guy. He does push religion a lot on all of his players, which and kind of bugs like me. That. But it seems like they. They know how to handle it and maybe he's better in the situation than, than like watching it from afar on TV. But yeah, um, his players seem to love him like when they're there. So right. uh I I'm all about Dabo. And he doesn't uh, back down on the big 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 opponents.
2: Before Dabo got there, they were the absolute like definition of middle of the road school like just they never won a lot of games but they never lost a lot of games like dating back to 1990 was the first the last time they won 10 games dabo gets there the first time he gets like his really recruiting class from 2011 on he's won double digit games every single year they're always in the talk they're always like in the conversation for playoffs now like i just i think if his i think if he had if he If he does it for, like, you know, the same amount of years as Saban, like, he's in that conversation, I think. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And to do it in the ACC is incredible. Like, he's not doing it in the SEC.
2: Like, it's easier to
0: get the wins. It's not as easy to recruit. Exactly. It's got to be really hard to recruit guys to the ACC. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. Dude, boys, I'm telling you, right... uh, Is that it?
0: No, sure, he's got his.
1: Oh, sure, he's got one with pick. Okay.
0: Um...
1: Do you have history?
0: No, I have it's uniforms. Uniforms. And I really want to put the Gators in there, but I'm not going to. No, actually, you know what? That's why I fell in love with them when I was a kid. Is I loved the 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 blue, the orange, um, and like that's legit how I became a fan. I they did the Gator Chomp, and I like that, and the colors. Um, when I was a little kid. And nowadays when they're 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 Jordan and they have like the all oranges, they have the all blues they have the all whites they mix in some black, they do it all, so I do love my gator uniform, so I think it's gonna be pretty obvious who who my list, but it <laughs> is what it is.
2: do you like the helmets more that have the actual picture of the gator or the ones that actually spell gators out
0: um I like them all. They have one that has the big F. There's one that says yeah. Florida. There's one that has the big gator on it. I I like like I just I don't know. I love them all. Like I, if I had to pick, I like I love the white one with the blue F. Yep. Yeah, that's
2: totally
1: my, my
0: favorite.
1: You know, I like always I like the
2: curse of gators spelled out. I think that's cool. Yeah, okay. that's it. Too.
1: Reminds me of that like the curse of gators reminds me of like Steve Spurrier and like Danny Spurrier. Warfel it's and like like those those uh those teams. And, um, it's so weird because you take that orange. And then you take the, um, that blue and you like, you remove them and then like, you put them together. You're like, them, them colors would not look good together, but it fucking works for some goddamn yep. reason.
2: I think that Oregon, LSU, Florida, I think the uniforms and I think, like, the different combinations that they pull out are, like, all awesome. But I do – and I like to shit on them for goal a lot, but I do think Notre Dame has some of the best uniforms in college ball. Yep. I, yeah. I, I think you come out and said, like, you, you're you not crazy about their gold helmets, but I absolutely love their gold helmets. And I See, think that I they can pump out a ton of cool uniforms. Mm-hmm. One in particular is when they do the pinstripes, the Yankee little pinstripe thing, dude. <laughs> That is fucking pretty. My all
0: time favorite is the Penn state all whites, but I just feel like after that, they're not very versatile. So
1: Mm -hmm. no. And that's the thing about knowing what I'm happy with. I, one of my, my favorite things with boat Notre Dame is like how they used to go with the green, like the Kelly green uniforms. And finally they're going back to like, they're wearing a green uniform for like the Cal game or something this year, whoever they're playing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I for some reason I always I, I do like the kind of dull down gold helmets they used to have. Um I don't I don't dislike the ones they have now. I just I'm kind of indifferent on them, but
0: mm-hmm. I think the biggest miss in this entire draft, and I don't even know if it's a stadium as much as the grass, but Boise State. Yeah. I fucking love the blue. Like be able to patent that and like now ever I think every oh. school that has like a blue turf, they have to like pay them to do it.
2: See, I was so, thinking about going Rose Bowl, because I think if you just asked someone who wasn't a huge college football fan to be like, name yeah. one college football stadium, they would they would they couldn't think of any, you know, yeah, if you're not a huge fan, I think they would just say Rose Bowl. So I think that would come to a lot of people's minds. But I just the Pac-12 just I don't know.
1: So I well, definitely they're, think they're big. Like
2: Ten, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um
1: so I definitely weird. think this would have been one of those ones where like if we had like you could have had like five or six guys on this, and I think yeah. it would have been like um awesome because like you would have had to really dig deep. So there was one of them that um I almost like I want to mention it and like just so you guys can like look it up. If you look up where the University of Colorado plays, dude, it's unreal because they're fucking stadium. All you can see around it is like the four fifteen thousand foot like rocky mountain mountains yeah like it looks so fucking sick like especially like at like at dusk i was like that would be so sick to play around that all the time
2: there's someone i know who went to college there and maybe it's one of katie's friends i can't remember they went to college there and they actually got married on the field and they actually allowed them to run the buffalo out onto the field as what? like part of, as part of like their like wedding gift oh, or something like that.
1: That Whoa. is so fucking awesome.
2: So they had like their reception up on like the middle like where they call the suites are and stuff, you know, so they could overlook the field yeah. and stuff, but yeah, they That's they awesome. do It's a pretty cool field with like the picturesque mountains and the sunsets and everything. In the background's pretty pretty sweet, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, what I was going to say is I know it's a little bit slower right now for sports, but I think we, you know, this is a, one of the longer episodes we probably had in a while. And I'm mm. like the vast majority was talked about football. So I am fucking
0: pumped. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me, too. Me too. I got to
2: start. I got to start reading more about football. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you guys know a lot more about that than I do.
0: Exciting. Alright. Um, just to wrap it up, I I Fagola touched on it and stole my thunder, but I just want to say fuck you, Mike Trout. Uh you're a pussy. And uh you know what? I hope you retire. So I think you're a little scumbag pussy. And if you had cut your fingernail too short, you'd probably fucking wouldn't play either. But that's you. Do you, Mike. Do you? You've had your Hall of Fame career. Do you. And with How- that Uh follow us on Instagram. Uh follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh please subscribe. I keep hearing people like, Oh yeah, I listen but I don't subscribe. Subscribe. Just hit the button. Figure it out. Just hit it. Uh it's not hard. Um and we'll uh record another episode on Wednesday and we'll drop it on Thursday a week week from uh today. So
1: I would say correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't want to speak out of turn here, but Depending on how things go Sunday, we may need to throw a clip in from a live reaction or something mm. Oh, yeah. On Sunday, we got so. our
2: scramble. Well, maybe sure. we'll do a maybe we'll do a live uh, Instagram thing there. Cola knows how to do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll
1: do some IG live. Yeah. So.
0: Yep. And right. if we
1: if we like come in like tenth, you won't hear from us. So that is what it is. No. <laughs> That's how it works. All
0: right, we love you guys.
1: Yeah. Peace. Peace, guys. Yeah